Good morning and welcome. Yeah, it's Friday. And we survived another week. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I hope it finds you well. I hope you have a great weekend lined up for you. As uh, most of you know, I'm going to be, my wife and I are going to be empty nesters starting today as we take our youngest uh, to college. Uh, He's got, uh, got a report for football, so he's there uh, a lot earlier than most of the other college kids out there. Uh, so an exciting, sad, joyous, all those things uh, day. So There's a few tears last night. Uh, yeah. So I'm excited for him, though. It's the, the next chapter. Uh, you know, the problem is, what kind of world is he going to be graduated into? You know? I, I don't know. You know, I hear, here he is. He's going to be a freshman in college. And, you know, let's assume that he graduates in four years. Uh, my, my older son's going to do that, and I'm sure my younger one will as well. Uh, and that's, listen, and that's no easy feat. A lot of you know this. But you'll be thinking about, man, that's 2025. <laughs> and... I don't know about you, but it scares the you-know-what out of me. Uh, we're going to be talking about exactly that. Uh, also, the Fed's favorite inflation number. Oh, wait till you see it. Uh, that was out today. Uh, so we got all kinds of things lined up. Don't forget this weekend, big weekend, uh, for the radio station in Colorado. Uh, dinner with Bradley Dean Sunday. I talked to Jason about 15 minutes ago. Uh, we're really down to just a few tickets now. So, uh, Carrie, Kathy Athens is going to cater it. Uh, he's, he provided more food so we could have more people at the event. Uh, it's $25. So, you're going to get, first of all, Kathy Athens, great food. Bradley Dean. I mean, you think about a time uh, in America where we needed a moral compass. I probably... It couldn't be a better time for that. Uh, you guys will have dinner. Uh, the station will be open at 5.30. Dinner will be at 6. And it's $25 for a ticket. Seating is limited. This isn't, this isn't, you know, everybody show up. That's not Sunday. It's $25. Uh, all of the proceeds, all of it, is, is going to uh, Bradley Dean's ministry. Then on Monday night at 6 o'clock, this is a free event. Bradley will be given a big uh, speech and get you all fired up. Uh, he's wonderful at it. Uh, I highly encourage you to check him out. Especially, you know, he's on from 8 to 9 p.m. Monday through Friday, and then he's got some shows on the weekend. But he may be in that area where, hey, I'm really not listening to the radio at that time. If you've never heard him, you're going to love him. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, we, we we maybe, it looks like in talking to Jason, uh, we've got the park reserved. Uh, where For those of you old-timers, where we used to do the picnics, the 4th of July picnics, uh, looks like the event for Monday may be moving to the park because we just can't fit that many people in the station. Uh, so make sure, call 970-587-5003 and reserve your tickets for uh, the dinner with Bradley Dean on Sunday. 
Uh, I know that there's there's a bunch of you that have called and said, hey, let me get back to you. We don't have enough tickets for everybody. So if you're thinking about it, want to get it done. You'll be glad you did. It's going to be a great time. And uh, something where, like I said, we're going to do a lot more of these events in the future. Uh, so having said that, uh, the, fl- the Fed's favorite inflation gauge. Why is it their favorite? You know, you think about like, like unemployment. Most people don't know. You know, there's six unemployment numbers. The one that you hear on television, the one that I will tell it to you every single month, is the best number. And what do I mean by best? Well, it's the lowest. It makes the the bankers look good. Again, I've been saying, how long are we going to allow the wolf to guard the hen house? They have the same thing for inflation. They didn't used to. No, this was one of these tools in their toolkits that they keep talking about. We've got tools. What the hell kind of tools do you got? The only tool I ever see you use is debt. No, but they got tools. Yeah, they do. See, we've got tools. It's just like, what's that? You know, man, I wish I could think about it. But you know, the the uh, the thing that they're trying to push in the schools where two plus two will equal five, right? And I, and I, it escapes me. I forget what they call it, but this is exactly what the central bank does. They want us to believe two plus two only equals one. Part of their tools. They have what is called the PCE. They, they, they like, that's our favorite number. So when we talk about 2% inflation, it's that number. Pay no attention to the fake 5% number. Pay no attention to the actual 10, 12, 13% number. Got an even better Coincidentally, it's always also the smallest. We'll tell you what that was. If you want to know why we're going to need universal basic income, and you hear everybody talking about it, matter of fact, uh, by the way, uh, the infrastructure bill that Biden yesterday. Right as I was getting off their house, I said, hey, but we got a deal. There's no deal there, just so you know. There's no deal there. That's uh, wishful thinking. He got a bunch of weak Republicans and weak Democrats together. Uh, I'm sure AOC's rolling over at her grave right now, along with Nancy and Chucky, and most of the other Republicans want no part of it. But he said something very, very interesting. By the way, he was really talking bizarrely. Uh, who was it? David Knight was playing a clip about some of the weird stuff he was saying. But he says, this is uh, part one. The next part, social infrastructure. Yeah. Let the giveaways begin. 
and, and they have to. And why do they have to? And the answer is very simple. Because we allowed the central bankers to gaslight us. And the mainstream media is absolutely complicit. And guess what? So are the politicians. Why? Because it benefits them. You know, mainstream media, let's face it, CNBC, uh, Fox, and all them, you know how much money they get from Wall Street? Forever, all that they're at, right? It's all based on this. So they said the key inflation indicator. Right? See, another way to give it what? Oh, important. This is the key one. I know. I know, Double, you got your other ones. We don't like those. They're not the key ones. Oh, this is the key one. I don't even want to tell you what it is. It's such a bunch of crap. But I'm going to. The key indicator that the Federal Reserve's uses to set policy. Okay. Isn't that nice, right? Remember what I talked about? Here's what are their tools. Two plus two equals one. And in this case, 10, 12, 15% inflation only equals 3.4. Yeah, isn't that great? And, and let me tell you why uh, it's okay, because look at the great mathematical formula we put together to come up with this line. I mean, right, if you really want to make it impossible to do something, this is what you do. Because let's face it, the central bank knows nobody likes math. Let's come up with these formulas that got symbols in it, We'll use a bunch of parentheses. We'll use some uh, imaginary numbers. It'll be great. They'll never. Just take our word for it. By the way, here's what was really interesting about this. And, and I, I, I admit, I, I don't listen to the idiot box because I can't tolerate it for more than 10 minutes. But the thing that was, was interesting about it, fastest rise in this key indicator. Since the early 1990s. Now, I don't know about any of you. How many of us sit, sit around and talk, man, remember the, the inflation of 1991? It's the highest number since 1992. Now, I know. Everybody's, like, the, the big thing today is rewriting history. I get it. But do you know, we were actually in a mini recession in the early 1990s. There wasn't any inflation. Right? Nobody talks about, oh, yeah, remember, remember the inflation of 1992? Because it didn't exist. So how could this be? Well, here's the, the best part. This is all the proof I need to you. By the way, the biggest gain 
since April 1992. According to the Central Bank. According to the wolf. And here's the problem with this wolf. It's not eating the chickens. Of course, (laughs) go to the store and buy some chicken. You'll understand what I'm talking about. This wolf is a taxer. He's a wealth destroyer. And I'm going to show it to you today. Anybody who's on a fixed income, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you haven't had a raise in 10 years, let's just say you're at a place, hey, you're at the top of the scale here. You're poor, period. But the reason why it's 1992 is that's when they used one of their infamous tools. Yeah, they said, ah! Listen, Flay, we don't like this number. Because if you actually look at inflation numbers in the in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and the early 90s, you'll find out that inflation was 3 to 5% all the time, and then every once in a while we get a spike, like the 70s. You'll also notice very conveniently, ever since they made this change, inflation's never been more than 3.5% according to these... Chi- uh, I can't even say that word. Is going to say something? i got to come up with new words. But this is it. All this they did is changed the calculations to reflect something that doesn't actually exist. Core personal consumption expenditures. And they call it CPE. Core personal expenditures. Now, that sounds logical. Let's get to the core personal expenditures. We know what they are. A core personal expenditure is not a television. Uh, Core personal expenditures absolutely are food and energy and rent and mortgage and insurance and car payments. Those are all core personal expenditures. But here's the best part. That's what they called it, but it actually doesn't track core personal expenditures. They said that if you did, now here's the best part, if you did include the volatile food and energy, by the way, crude oil, $74 today. I'm telling you, be ready. Then it was 3.9% instead of 3.4%. 
And it goes on and on and on. But don't worry. All of this is just going to be transitory, right? <laughs> and remember, their version of transitory is what? Well, chicken prices have topped out for now. So the uh, 99 cents a pound chicken wings at Walmart are now $2, right? They've doubled. But hey, guess what? We don't think they're going to double again. So therefore, see, it's, it's transitory, right? Which absolutely makes no sense. And if you're living on a fixed income, you absolutely know there's no such thing as transitory inflation. Now, we used to have transitory inflation. We did. When we were on the gold standard, inflation truly was transitory. And the reason it was transitory was because the only time we really had inflation, it was like war. Right? They didn't have a printing press. Because really understand, and this is the thing I don't think most people understand. How does this happen? Why does this happen? And the answer is very, very simple. Debt. That's how all of this happens. The Federal Reserve, when they say they want 2% inflation, what they really mean to say is we want to devalue your hard-earned money by 2%. But here's the bad part. It's the fake 2%. And actually, for them to actually, and I want you to understand this, for them to actually get to this 2% number they keep saying they need to have, inflation's got to be 7 or 8% to get to this fake 2%. See, right now, inflation is double digits. By the way, if you go back, and I don't do this, uh, John Williams, shadow stats, the guy's made, uh, he's made his whole career on exposing the wolves that are guarding the hen house. And what I mean by that is he goes, hey, listen, we've tracked inflation for the same way for hundreds of years, essentially until uh, the mid-1980s. And then Alan Greenspan started it all, and they come up with these great new methodologies. But if you take that bull crap away, inflation is double digits right now. And I don't think anybody out here would disagree. And this is what I'm saying. We should have been raising rates a long time ago. This is why the bubble's going to be even bigger. This is why more and more people need handouts from the government. Because if you're already on Social Security, maybe you're on disability. And you hear the Fed say, uh, inflation went 
up 3%. And you're like, well, wait a minute. A year ago, I could pay my bills, buy my food. I didn't have a, a lot. I got some food stamps. I'm on disability. I could make it. Fast forward to today. I've got my food stamps. I got my disability. I actually got a little bit of a bump. And I can't make it. Your number doesn't add up. And this is exactly what a lot of people are experiencing. And here's the thing. The government knows it. And this is why Biden yesterday said, no, don't worry. Wait for infrastructure part two. That means human infrastructure. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Fed governor's out in force today. Neil Kashkari. Oh, no, don't worry. It, it's Inflation's going to go down. It, it, it well. And they all like to say, you know what, they only use one thing. Just like lumber prices. Lumber has come down. No doubt. Mostly because home builders stopped building. But, you know, still not as cheap as it used to be. How about, you know, I always like to invent the Schmuckatelli family. But here's a real life one. Todd Richardson says just about Everything is costing me more than it did before the pandemic. He's paying $2 more per pound for chicken wings. His cable and electric bills have gone up by $100 since before the pandemic. His landlord is telling him his rent when his lease ends, it's going from $750 to $1,100 for a one-bedroom apartment in New Hampshire. So this isn't even, you know, big city. <laughs> I don't know if you get an $1,100 apartment here. I don't think you can. But that's not the biggest shock to him. I can't believe cat litter and cat food have gone up by $5. How can they even do that? It's kitty litter and cat food, for God's sake. He said he used to be able to save about $110 a month if he was lucky. What he meant by lucky was he hadn't had to, you know, any unexpected expense that's now gone he used to work as a home care aide uh, but became disabled he receives around $1,500 a month in social security benefits half of which went to rent okay right which left him about $750 and then of course uh, he gets food stamps and I want to say, uh, what's that, $200 a month in food stamps. So the after the $750, you know, after 
$1,500 plus $200, he gets $1,700 a month. He pays his rent. He gets $200 in food stamps, the rest for transportation, cat supplies, electricity, cable, food. You know what I didn't see there? I don't see insurance in there, right? I don't see a cell phone in there. It's like that McDonald's budget. Remember that budget they gave out to people a few years ago? They quickly got rid of that. They said that before the pandemic, I could survive. I found small ways to save money, such as buying 99-cent-a-pound chicken wings at Walmart and visiting the local food pantry. But those wings now cost more than $2 a pound. In other words, he said, hey, I did the Fed scheme. You know, I used to buy steak. Right. And then, and then I, I went to 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 hamburger or, or or chicken. I was buying ninety nine cent a pound chicken wings. I don't know if you can buy any meat for less than ninety nine cents a pound, right? So he's already at the bottom. He says now they're all way over two dollars a pound. Those price increases will be will hit others. Harder than most. Well, really not most. Listen to this. There's how many people? 70 million plus Americans are on Social Security benefits, and it rises, you know, every, every month. These are people on fixed incomes. And they all have, you know, fixed income expenses. But I want you to to understand. So here's this guy who just told you. I'm an expert at stretching a dollar. Have to be. I mean, seventeen hundred bucks a month of it. Dude, you gotta be an expert. Believe me. And he says it, listen, between food stamps, the food pantry, I buy the cheapest thing I can possibly find at Walmart. Right? This guy's not buying organic chicken breast. There's 70 million more just like him. But according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, who, by the way, track the inflation numbers using the formulas provided to them by the central bank, said that currently Americans are only paying seven-tenths of a percent more than they did a year ago for food that they eat at home. What? Do these people go shopping? I do. You know, this is this is the part of the empty nester syndrome. One of the things my wife and I do together now, we go shopping together. When our kids were younger, I did I never went shopping. Right? Hey, you go shopping, I'll bring uh, the boys to football practice, or you go shopping and I'll take this one over to his friend's house, or you know, what anything I could to avoid it. 
Now our kids, they don't need us, right? They, they just need us for money. Now we go together. And we've been doing it for the last couple of years, ever since our youngest one started driving. And I can tell you right now, this number's not even anywhere close to what reality is. So really, when you think about when the Fed tells you they want to devalue your money by 2%, they really mean 8 because that's about that's my own personal figure. Take the number that they say inflation is and their key inflation gauge, multiply it by four. That's what you get. So today it said three point four percent. Multiply that by four. Yeah, inflation about thirteen percent. By the way, according to the bureau, fruits and vegetables have gone up the most. This guy just told you chicken wings went from two dollars or ninety-nine cents a pound to two ninety-nine pounds. But fruits and vegetables went up the most by two point nine percent, according to the bureau. Patriot Radio News Hour. We don't have a housing bubble either. By the way, the cost of living adjustment. This is what these 70-plus million Americans rely upon. Every year, based on this fake number, that's how much your Social Security benefits increase. See, because the Fed knows, hey, we're, we're devaluing your money. So... And we don't want you to be homeless. So we want to increase your Social Security benefit. Now, let me ask you all out there, if you're all paying attention. Homeless population getting better or worse? Right? Think about it. We've got this quote-unquote booming economy. Better or worse? Even with this moratorium on eviction. By the way, uh, they extended it another month. That was supposed to end uh, this this next week. On the 30th of June, Biden administration, well, the CDC, one more month, but they said this is the last one. Okay. They like to draw lines in the sand and then draw another one. Remember, what was it, Barack Obama? This is the red line, and then they'd step over it. Yeah, same thing. And just like since the early 1990s, these COLA adjustments were 5% like all the time. Sometimes more. Because they were actually tracking somewhat real inflation. Do you know what they got last year? 1.3%. I think four times now, in the whole history of the Social Security program, they've gotten zero. Okay. So think about 1933 all the way to today, four times zero. Do you know when they those zeros were? All, all of them since, I think, what, 2005, 
2006. I forget what the first year of zero was. But uh, pretty much, put it this way. In the last 15 years, we've got four zeros. I don't. I think once, maybe, in the last 20 years, have they gotten more than 2%. Don't quote me on that one. And maybe you may have gotten it twice. But this is why. Why do we need more handouts? Why do we need universal basic income? Why do we need rental assistance? Why do we need to increase food stamps? Why do we need all of these programs, and I can't even tell you how many they are, that help people pay their pay their rent, pay their electric bill, pay, pay their utilities, their water, and their trash. Why do we need all of these programs? I mean, up until the late 1960s, we didn't have any of those programs. The answer is simple. Even though they may say we've only devalued you know, uh, this 1.3% that you got last year. That's what the Fed said inflation was. Well, their key number, their fake number, that's what they said. Which means do the math. I gave you the story of Todd. I bought the cheapest piece of meat Walmart had. By the way, I don't know if you've ever seen the 99 cent chicken we get. You probably wouldn't buy it. Okay? It's now $2.99. And you know what was funny? What upset him the most was his cat litter and cat food. That's what upset him the most. So this is why. We need all of this spending. Why is government spending out of control? Why, why are they talking about human infrastructure is the next thing they want to tackle? Because we've let the wolf guard the hen house for long enough. But here's the thing. All this, this does is make the bubble bigger. And really, when you think about it, go, go through the events. Because they really didn't take over to really 1971. Right, we had the inflation of the 70s. That wasn't fun. The crash of 87. Remember that one. Right? Then we had the tech bubble blow up. Then we had the housing slash financial crisis. Each one of them hurting us more and more and more. Putting more people into poverty, destroying the middle class, and this one's the biggest one yet. And I'm going to remind all of you, this is a carbon copy of what the central bank said in the 70s. Uh, it's just transitory, don't worry. We're not doing anything. That's why you need to do something. Become your own central bank. They're all doing it. Uh, who was it? I think Bolivia, the latest. They, they're, they're forcing all the miners in Bolivia to turn all their gold into the Bolivian central bank. 
until they bought it, they deem they've bought enough gold and whatever's left over they can sell out to the public. True story. That's working through their legislation right now. Be your own central bank. An ounce of gold or 65 ounces of silver for every year you've been alive. That's what you need. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Again, the cheapest thing, the best thing, the, the, the... the most gold for your buck is going to continue to be the $10 libs. It's been this way like all month. $5 libs. They're just not available. They're, they're, they're so expensive. Uh, the, the 20s. Slow. Expensive. $10 libs. A little better. Uh, today. I mean, yesterday there were $1,035. Gold's up two bucks. Go online. I got my price at 1050 Because they want more money. But I'm going to, yeah, listen, it's Friday. I'm in a good mood. Feeling nostalgic as my son's getting ready to go to college. Bradley Dean, don't forget, get those tickets. Listen, I want this. I want to be able to give Bradley. Uh, a good chunk of money here because he does great work. But I'll run the $10 libs one last day for $1,035 at 800 951 Put them away. I'll, I'll give you crude oil, $74. I mean, crude oil is literally going up 2 or $3 a week. You know the semi-chip problem? Taiwan Semi, which is really, that they make most of them. Jacked up their prices today, 20 bucks a chip. Think about it. I don't even know how many chips go in a car. Right? <laughs> you know? I had a, a business owner from Texas calling me. She was talking about silver. She, she owns a manufacturing company. And she was telling me about the price of steel. Our, our prices have doubled. Doubled just this year. Doubled. She was talking about how they were looking uh, at an ATV, though, you know, they, you know, like a Polaris. She says, Joe, they're not, they're, there's none out there. They're gone. And here's the thing. When you can find one, the cost of them are up. They're up thousands of dollars. And they're sitting there saying, oh, don't worry, don't worry. Gold right now at seventeen eight seventy eight. That's the don't worry price. We've seen this dance before from the Federal Reserve. When they say don't worry, that's when you really start accumulating. Because listen, all of us out there, we live in the real world. Come on. Just prepare a little better. The better you prepare, we know there we know it's a bubble. We get it. Yes, they did it. Okay. Take a little out of the stock market. Take a little bit out of your crypto. 
Take a little bit out of the house. Do all that stuff. Put more of it into gold. And then listen, when, after the crash happens, right, you lighten it up a little. Simple. 800-951-0592. U.S. $10 liberties at $1,035. By the way, this will be the last day. And don't forget, Bradley Dean tickets. Dinner with Bradley, 25 bucks. Call 970-587-5003. God bless everybody. I'll be back on Monday.